the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon on this uh, very sunny Wednesday, folks. It is I, it is Juan, it's The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Welcome to the lunchtime, as we like to say, it's uh, 12.06 right now. Good afternoon, Rhode Island. Good afternoon, Massachusetts. Good afternoon, Connecticut. People that listen actually everywhere. We have people that listen in AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, that's one funny thing about um, when I was uh, not this past weekend, but before that, and then uh, going to the protest at Governor McKee's house and so forth, um, you really realize just how strong. Good afternoon to everybody listening in Cumberland. Some of the folks that I met. Uh, couldn't have been nicer. We're like, you know what? We get you far clearer than we get the cackle or you can't really get anybody else. So um, it, it is a nice treat. And folks, again, good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. If you haven't seen it, uh, also check out the website, Petro.com. Everyone is buzzing about it. I've gotten three media calls this morning. People that want permission to use our video, uh, the information, if you missed it last night, Folks, we were at Quonset. I'm going to talk about that. Um, the uh, I have been in communication with the office of Texas Senator Ted Cruz. That's all I'm going to say about that at, at this point. Uh, but we are in communication and getting them certain information that they deserve to know. And the rest of the media will be silent about it. The rest of the media will be silent. I even understand the babbling cackle. Folks, see, once one breaks open... Right. This is what you should talk about. Boom. Then the floodgates are open and normally they they go right for it. As we kick things off during the lunchtime on this Wednesday, folks, this push the program is brought to you. And what a season they have had. Excuse me, not a COVID cough. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. I'll tell you, they're homegrown mums and kale. I mentioned a friend of mine uh, <clears throat> popped over over the weekend and actually bought some there and then brought them over. But they're just delightful. I'm going to take some, actually I'm going to take some photos later of some of them right um, in front at the independent home. So six to nine inch kale assorted colors and they are they look great. Plus pumpkins, straw, cornstalks, gourds, sugar pumpkins and more fall decorations. You know, it really does more and more people are decorating their home during the fall. And, you know, it does make a difference. You think about a lot of times the only time people seem to decorate their home is uh, is obviously, you know, Christmas time. But I think a lot of people are realizing, you know, maybe we'll start to decorate for the seasons, which I think is nice, by the way. And the place to stop in, folks, is PR Landscape Materials and Garden So They also have screen loom, crushed stone, mulch still available. Gift certificates are available. The original, the best. Look for them on Facebook. They run a very good Facebook page. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. So, folks, uh, this is one of those stories. And, again, good afternoon, everyone. It's 12.09 on this Wednesday. If you missed it, uh, all you have to do is go to the website, petro.com And you don't have to be, by the way, um, you're welcome. Sharon, who, who is not on Facebook, but she likes watching what we do on Facebook, she went to petro.com and she could see the video. Um, and folks, it's as clear as day. And as I was explaining last night, and let me also just say, by the way, uh, DePetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. You know, I love Brood Awakenings. I was there just the other day, and Dave Levesque is just one of the greatest guys. Between the menu, stop in. There's one near you. There's uh, two in Johnson. One's closed at the moment, worker shortage. Thank you, Governor McKee. The other one is open, Cranston Pontiac Avenue, Warwick that one right on Bald Hill Road. They also have a full liquor license, which Juan likes. And also, the new downtown store uh, in, in the 100 Westminster is just great. But the food is is incredible. And it's so comfortable. And um, in any how you're going to love it. Stop it and see them. There's a direct link at the website, petro.com. Uh, but, you know, we have been talking about this and... You know, uh, this business, folks, it started. Um, I did make contact with some of the cruise people when I was in D.C. Juan goes to Washington just um, less than a month ago when we were in D.C. broadcasting. And that's where I get to meet so many of these people, inform them of what's going on. So the cruise people, Governor Dan McKee has decided he's going to pick a fight with Senator Ted Cruz. And Senator Ted Cruz took it to him last night. 
on Hannity. And so it's then been a whirlwind because as many of you know from listing when I've gone to Washington, um, whether it's the Border Patrol or Marjorie Taylor Greene or Senator Ted Cruz or Sheriff Tom Hodgson or others, uh, I mean, one thing that Juan has done is people know that if you want to know about illegal immigration in our area, for better or worse, I, you know, uh, I don't know if it's going to be in the obit, but I would consider myself an expert on that. And that's why, you know, I had Terry Gorman on the other day and we basically started breaking the story. Now, this has been going on for quite some time. And I've told the story. It was very odd when Biden flew into Quonset, the airport of Quonset. Traditionally, a president always goes into TF Green. That was odd. And then I've also mentioned to so many of you that either listen on the radio or watch Facebook Live that during the course of the summer, I started getting uh, messages from people that live in the Quonset area that would say, you know, they thought it was odd that people were flights were arriving late at night. And, you know, a couple of them thought that's odd. And then they start to talk with some of the people that work there and they wouldn't get much information. But planes were arriving, government planes, people were deboarding, getting on buses. And then again, I want to give credit. It was the New York Post that broke it open and they did surveillance at Westchester Airport. Notice, as I've said, not flying into JFK, not flying into LaGuardia, not flying into Newark. Flying into small, more suburban airports like there's one on Long Island, Islip, and then there's also the one in in Westchester. So uh, that was odd. And then I was hearing from more people, as many of you know, that, you know, you have different states that say, all right, we'll bring illegals to Rhode Island. And Governor McKee likes to say... Well, you know, the Afghan refugees, it's the least we could do. Uh, No, not so fast, right? Like no one other than, and I'll give credit to myself and the program on this one. Um, Folks, as we uncovered, the best example was the census, where basically the state paid illegals, 40,000 of them, and paid them between $20 to $30 even up in order to fill out the census just to have the bodies. They don't care about you. They certainly don't care about me. I'm not offended by that, but it was all about keeping the congressional seat. So Cicilline's got a job. So Lindgren's got a job, even though he's useless. And I think he is the definition of useless. Um, And so Rhode Island was always raising the hand. Yes, send them here only because Then they want to get federal funds. And there are federal funds accompanying these people, wherever they may be. So, see, I like to think you can't. I know it's Rhode Island, right? And hear me out. But you can't think of it as an island. When you see something happen somewhere else, I'm not provincial enough to think, well, that's there, right? They're just flying illegals from the border. They're just flying them into New York. They're certainly not flying them up here. Well, as we talked about, and those of you that heard when it was J.D. in D.C. or Juan goes to Washington, when we were broadcasting from there, a number of people at the border, as many of you heard live on the air, were saying, you know, one of the areas that we're hearing that a lot of people from Texas, government planes that they're flying, is, is Rhode Island. And then I was saying, well, you know, I have been hearing reports from people at Quonset. So, so Senator Ted Cruz, just so you understand, he came up with a very good idea. See, Texas is considered a port of entry. All the illegals, whether they're in Guatemala or Mexico or Honduras or El Salvador or Colombia, they know port of entry. That's where you go in. Think of you arrive at a restaurant. What are you looking for? The door to get in. Sometimes you walk over to the side door. What does it say? Please use other entrance with arrows. So you're looking for a point of entry, right? Many times if you go to even like, you know, a stadium game. You just kind of follow the crowd. When we were at Patriots Jets, I didn't know the at the Meadowlands, I didn't know exactly the way to go in, but I knew if we followed the mob, that kind of leads you there. That's the, everybody say it, point of entry. Well, what Senator Cruz was saying was very important yesterday. <clears throat> All these people that say, yeah, bring them here. Point of entry. What if, in fact, point of entry was Block Island? What if point of entry was Newport. 
Excuse me, folks, I apologize. I hate when people cough. Juan was reaching for the mute button. I didn't reach it. I apologize. It's not a COVID cough. But anyhow, um, so what Senator Cruz was saying, all of these people that want to say, come here, what if, in fact, they were arriving on Martha's Vineyard? What if they were arriving on Block Island? What if they were arriving in Cumberland? Now, those of you that have seen the video from the Friday night at Governor McKee's home, same uh, land as Pork Boy, just two weeks ago, Governor McKee, he didn't even like the frontline workers in, in Cumberland. They were even trying to uh, discourage them and wanted them basically to leave. That's why the state police were erroneously and falsely telling the protesters and frontline workers, <clears throat> Cumberland has a town statue you can't park on Cumberland streets. Completely made up rule. Right? Why were they doing that? To discourage them. Basically, scram, get out of here, go protest somewhere else. You're not going to protest in Cumberland. When, when uh, Governor McKee had the state police at the top of his street blocking anyone from coming, that was to discourage people from coming down. Now, they were unsuccessful. As I think of it, the protesters were almost like the illegals, <clears throat> weaving in and out. Governor McKee almost needed a wall. But my point is, that was the point of entry, and they blocked it. So what Ted Cruz, and I'm going to play it, what he was saying is, hey, all these people, for instance, Governor McKee, no one says to him, you say Afghans should come to Rhode Island. As a matter of fact, with Lieutenant Governor Matos, they say the more the merrier. Anybody that wants to come here from the DR, from, from uh, Guatemala, from anywhere, they're more than welcome, right? The whole Roger Williams thing and blah, 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 melting pot. But the question is, why not have them settle in Cumberland? How would he feel about that? All these people on the east side, yeah, they say bring them in and let them live in Oneyville and South Providence. But they certainly don't say, let's have them live on the east side of Providence, <clears throat> right? And all the, uh, you know, the bleeding heart progressive socialists in Borington that say, that's right, let these people in here. They should absolutely be allowed to go live in Central Falls and go live in Oneyville. But they don't say, and we want all these illegals to be living right here in Borington. Now, folks, and again, <clears throat> good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, there's a big story that uh, broke. I'm going to play some of the sound of uh, Ted Cruz and also Governor McKee. As I was saying to Dan McGowan last hour, regardless of what you think of Governor Dan McKee, um, he's just not that quick-witted. And he really didn't have a comeback for Ted Cruz. He thought it was funny. He laughed at his own joke. Maybe that explains his friendship with Pork Boy. I mean, anyone who would be friendly with Pork Boy really doesn't have a sense of humor. <clears throat> but there was a big controversy in Philadelphia. And the fact that there was this man that was on the uh, suburban railroad train. So almost picture, you know how the T in Boston, it goes off and it goes to Attleboro and all this other stuff. So there was a guy on that <clears throat> and he was... Uh, harassing this passenger, and then he ended up actually sexually assaulting and raping a female passenger on the train. And the thing about it is the other passengers, for whatever reason, they filmed it. They didn't stop it. So it's been a big controversy in, in uh, Philadelphia. Well, now we're learning. Who is this accused? Man accused of raping wo woman on the Philadelphia suburban train. For more than 30 min minutes, as passengers filmed it, who is he? An illegal with sex abuse, drug rap sheep, should have been deported in 2015. And I'll play, I have some sound on this as well. Overstayed a student visa, not deported after criminal convictions. Folks, this is the part, passengers aboard that Metro Philadelphia train filmed a man raping a stranger for over 30 minutes and it turns out he's been living illegally in the U.S. from 2015. Another dreamer. Yeah, see, Governor McKee and the Lieutenant Governor and Cicilline and Mayor Jorge Elatia, they, they want that type of guy to come to Rhode Island. They want that type of illegal criminal that they're flying into banking Quonset. See, they don't care what happens once he gets out into the community. They don't care at all. They just want him. The only question they would ask <clears throat> is whether or not, if in fact, is he voting? Much like, you know, Channel 12 has discovered 
577-person massive grave in Rhode Island. They were supposed to relocate it when they did Route 37, but they didn't. The Rhode Island DOT acknowledged they paved a highway over a cemetery. But from what I understand, Mattiello called those mail ballots. So now I'm going to get to this whole thing with Governor McKee and Ted Cruz. But Ted Cruz is exactly right. You know, Cicilline, uh, and I'll put Governor McKee, you know, they're all for, oh, yeah, they should all be coming in here. Right, they're new voters. Fly in the new voters to Quonset. The people of Rhode Island can't wait to uh, put up the new voters. But they certainly don't want them in their community. They certainly don't want them living amongst them. Right? They don't want the language barrier, let alone the fact these are the you know the habits that they bring. This guy feels well. You know, the country I come from. Uh, It's perfectly acceptable, let alone the Afghans and how they treat women. They already arrested a couple of Afghans, by the way, for raping young girls. These are the people that they want to let in. Disgraceful. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show. Now, everyone is discovering CBD store Warwick. And I received a message from one of our listeners who, listen, a lot of times you can be wired at night There's nothing worse the middle of the night and you're wide awake. So I want you to stop in. I talked to Michael and I tried these Delta 8 gummies. Now I try them. Some people just talk about the store, but I'm actually a customer of the store. And folks, they work terrific. You get such a relaxing sleep. You fall, I call it like a Sonny Von Bulow coma. I mean, you just go comatose, which I like. You sleep solid. You only have to get up to urinate in the middle of the night. Stop it and see them. 1845 Post Road in Warwick, CBD store. Look for them. They're right across from Airport Plaza and um, right off the highway, right across from the airport. CBD store Warwick, CBD store Warwick. Look for them on Facebook. Now, this is for trouble sleeping or if you have pain, you know, if you have back pain or pain in your feet or wherever it may be, these are natural Hemp and CBD is your key. Stress, anxiety, and also for pets. Now, Michael also told me there's something else that they're going to be offering at CBD store. Folks, pop in and see them. Uh, Mention the program, by the way. 25% off uh, first-time customer if you say, yeah, I, I heard about you through the John DePietro show. He wants to test it, which is fine because people are going in. Michael said they're going to be having, here it is, uh, new stuff coming in next week. Zinc and CBD tablet, tablet, tablet excuse me, uh, immune-boosting capsule with uh, uh, isai powder, elderberry, CBD, new sleep capsules as well. See, they always have new things. And the thing that I like and I've also talked about is, um, now I have an older dog. Many of you know we have young Rumsfeld, little rummy, greatest dog ever. But he is 15 years old in human years, which is, as you know, 105 in uh, dog years, even though I think that's unfair to do that to animals. I don't know who came up with that. So there's that picture of young Rumsfeld. And folks, as I mentioned, he had trouble. I started back in June. He's older. And he can't vocalize. Yeah, my back hind legs are killing me. When I was chasing that cat, I think I threw up my back. So instead, Michael said, try this for young Rummy. And and so we started giving him the the CBD drops. Uh, You can put them in his mouth. I just put it on the food and heats it up. And folks, he is like going up the back steps. He's like bouncing around, chasing the cats around, the whole thing. It's great. If you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your pet. Stop in and see them. CBD store Warwick, 1845 Post Road, right across from Airport Plaza. So, folks, everyone is buzzing about the website, and I, I get that. If you haven't seen it, um, you got to check it out. And don't forget, petro.com, which is brought by the Senadale Revival, comfort food and cocktails. Shane runs a great place. He does. Stop off and see a winner of several Rhode Island monthly awards, the Senadale Revival. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. All right, let's get to some of the sound. And again, let's start off with yesterday, uh, Senator Ted Cruz was talking about points of entry. And a lot of these Democrat governors saying, see how they like it. Why don't we start to have points of entry in some other parts of the country? 
So, and he mentions places like Block Island and Nantucket and Newport and Martha's Vineyard. This is uh, Senator Ted Cruz yesterday on Fox News. What it does is it designates new ports of entry like Palo Alto, California, like St. Helena, California, like Youngsville, California, like Greenwich, Connecticut, like yep. Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, like Cambridge, Massachusetts, Martha's Vineyard, uh, Block Island, Rhode Island, Go uh, Governor's Island, Scarsdale, New York, North Hero, Vermont, and Nantucket. So rich Democrats can be sitting there and suddenly see 10, 20, 30, 50,000 illegal immigrants like we're seeing in Texas on a daily basis, and I can just envision them in that. Nantucket sipping a martini going, oh, goodness, they want to come to our clubs. They would be horrified. You know what's uh, comical about that is he's exactly right. Um, you think of Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, right, member of Bailey's Beach Club, where they, they don't even allow, it's an all-white club. They don't even allow... Uh, the African-Americans to be members. They don't allow Latino to be members at Bailey's Beach Club in Newport. And how would they feel if suddenly all these, you know, thousands of Haitians are washing ashore, coming ashore at Bailey's Beach Club? So yesterday, Governor McKee, who, you know, no one would mistake him for Buddy Cianci as far as quick quips. Governor McKee was asked about it at his briefing. <clears throat> and um, this is the response that uh, Governor McKee gave. I believe I... Do we have that? Yes. I don't have, uh, I don't have direct conversation with some of the crews. And, and what do you think of this plan that he introduced? I don't, again, I don't know much about that. Uh, I know that Rhode Island will do its part relative to uh, Afghan uh, refugees. Uh, we're certainly going to do our part where we, we, we can. And I would think that, um, uh, yeah, I, I, other than that, I really don't have a real, a real good comment that is, that is polite at this point in time. Now, he, for some reason, thought that was funny. Um, <clears throat> you know, the thing about that, though, with the governor is, again, I, I wasn't there. I would have clarified it. Senator Cruz responded to that last night on Hannity. But, <clears throat> see, this business about the Afghan refugees. Now, you know, all due respects to Governor McKee, um, that's not what we're talking about, right? The Afghan refugees are actually being flown into the country flown into the country. We're talking about the people that are just pouring over the border, right? Whether they're Mexicans or Guatemalans or or all the Haitians that were in Panama, by the way. So we're not talking about Afghan refugees. We're talking about you have an open border, the southern border. That is considered point of entry. So what Senator Cruz is saying, yeah, people like Sheldon Whitehouse and Dan McKee and David Cicilline, they say, oh, absolutely, let those people in. But how would they feel if the point of entry was, in fact, like Block Island? You suddenly get all these illegals going there or Newport or the Vineyard or Nantucket and so forth. So that's what he was saying. So I'm going to replay now. Senator Ted Cruz takes a shot at Governor McKee last night on Hannity. He had every right to return fire. You know what's also interesting, folks? And also, I posted on Facebook. Landrum was like, he's got to shut up. And Cruz, you don't have my permission to mention Rhode Island. You know, they're all about let's all get along and equity and diversity. And everyone's got to be nice to each other. <clears throat> unless... It's a Republican senator from Texas in the form of Ted Cruz. Then you can say whatever you want. I mean, Langevin, who's never accomplished anything, every two years, I vote against him. I just vote against him. There's Langevin, and then who do I vote for? Whoever the hell is running against him. Useless gentleman Jim. He never says boo, and all of a sudden now, phony tough guy against Senator Cruz. <clears throat> But they don't even address the fact you have nothing to play. We're not even talking about the Afghan refugees. We're talking about all these people coming up from the border that you allow to come in to keep the state at a certain level population. So Rhode Island can have two congressional congressmen. That's what it is. And how far are they willing to go? They are willing to pay illegals to fill out the census and went to great lengths to do that. And folks, as I have told you, 
<clears throat> and no one else in the media, first of all, I was alone at Quonset, of course, no one will even touch that. To think that they're flying them into Westchester Airport, which is not far. Westchester is not far from Quonset. That's Westchester Airport to Quonset. I, I don't, how, how long would that take? Um, I, I don't even, it, it, that's got to be like, is that 30 minutes, if that? And part of it is just the up and down? So, jet service? So, don't be naive to think, oh, they may drop them in New York. They're not dropping them in Rhode Island. Cambridge is famous because Cambridge is expensive to live in. It's the people, Republic of Cambridge. They are, Cambridge Mass is, you know, they, they're like the most socialist, progressive area of Mass. They, but they don't want all those people living amongst them there. Right. They want them like living, uh, you know, north of Boston or something like that. They don't want them you know, living there, folks. But but to think. Why would they not be coming to Rhode Island? Of course, they be. What about all the low income housing they want to build? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogs. Give them a call today. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. 24 emergency service. Gas boiler, oil burner, hot water tank. Listen, plumbing, heating, cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Look for them on Facebook. As Coog says, from winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Service calls, maintenance agreements, installation, RE Coogan and Heating. Proud to help residential customers. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Look for them on Facebook. And then the website is recooganheating.com. Let me play. Um, I'm going to play last night. Senator Cruz was on with Hannity. And I want to play an abbreviated version of it. And then I'll play the, the longer. But this is where he mentions Governor McKee. The population of the city. And, and I got to say, in response to my bill today, it's been fun seeing Democrats pull their hair out and, and, and explain why it's a terrible bill. You know, the governor of Rhode Island said, well, I. I can't say anything nice about this bill at all. All I can do is insult it. And and, and I got to say, I, I responded to the governor. I said, well, gosh, it seems to me you can only say one of two things. You can either say, sure, we'd love to see two million illegal immigrants in Newport, Rhode Island, number one. Or number two, you could say, if that's a bad thing, gosh, maybe Joe Biden and Kamala Harris shouldn't be inflicting this massive surge on Texas and the rest of the country can't have it both ways. Either it's a good thing or a bad thing, and these liberals are hypocrites that want want to see illegal aliens in your communities, but not their privilege. That's nearly... You know, he is exactly right. He is exactly right. The media did not call him out on it. They should have called him out on it. You can't have it both ways. So, what Senator Ted Cruz, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1233. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, someone asked me, why would they not be flying them into TF Green Airport? I, I don't know why. But I do know, as I've stated, going back to August. August, I believe, I'd, I'd have to go back through some of my email and messages. But August, this past August was the first time that I recall that I started getting either social media messages, sometimes on Instagram, sometimes on Facebook, but then also email from people that live in the Quonset Point, North Kingstown area. And they were the first ones that started saying, you know, for some reason, there have been some flights arriving at night here. And I didn't know, you know, maybe it's cargo. Maybe I didn't know, maybe for some reason. And then the one person, I have to find the email, this goes back to August, said, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there were, there were buses there. And there seemed to be some people that were coming off. Now, I didn't know if this was National Guard training. Is You know, who knows what it is? But it turns out that that's, that seems to piece together exactly what's been going on in the Westchester, New York airport and other airports. So that, as I've said, notice, folks, they're not using LaGuardia. They're not using JFK, Kennedy Airport. They're not using Newark. They're using some of the smaller suburban airports. The people board the buses and then they bus them right to where people are waiting. And then you you slowly bring them into the community. You slowly uh, introduce them. So it's not 
because otherwise, if they did this, let's just say like right now, right, 1235 on a Wednesday, suddenly a government plane is landing and you see, you know, 50 to 100 Haitians coming off. Well, that gets a little more more attention. People would see it. There's a reason they're doing it at night. By the way, yesterday, the White House briefing, Jen Psaki, and I'll play that sound. She didn't even deny it. She didn't deny that that's going on. She in no way tried to deny it. Uh, it also, what I think is um, interesting about this is it's not even being done coordinated with, let's just say, the, the governor of New York. It's not even being coordinated with her. This is the Biden administration doing it. This is the Biden administration putting these people because, folks, let's let's agree they have to go somewhere and they're not all going to New York or they're not all going to Florida. Right. There's thousands of people at the border. And. And you have different states and think of, um, you know, then you have a state like Rhode Island where the, the, the elected leaders are raising their hand saying, send the illegals to us. Folks, again, it's on the website, uh, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coincid Inn. A great meal is waiting for you at the Coincid Inn, 226 Coincid Avenue in uh, West Warwick. The Coincid Inn, a Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Jim, they run a great operation. They're open seven days a week. They're a huge menu. Uh, go online, better yet, stop in the Coincid Inn. And again, you can get a direct link at the website, dipetro.com. So I want to play uh, yesterday, let's hear, I should say, from, it was Jen Psaki at the White House. And she was basically admitting that they are, in fact, flying them in. And there's no, um, there's no apology about that. There's no... There's no element. Uh, she didn't. She didn't say that. That absolutely is not. You know, not happening. She basically then basically tried to take exception with how it was being phrased. So this was yesterday. Pete Ducey of Fox. Why is the administration flying thousands of illegals from the border to states of the middle of the night? What What does she say? Not. Oh, that's not happening. No, she says, well, I don't know if I'd call it the middle of the night. All right, let's hear this exchange yesterday. This is from the White House podium. Notice uh, Governor McKeon addressing the border to Florida and New York. And wants it. Uh, well, I'm not sure that it's in the middle of the night, but let me tell you what's happening here. Um, it is our well, very early in the morning. Here we are talking about early flights, earlier than you might like to take a flight. Um, it is our legal responsibility to safely care for unaccompanied children until they swiftly can be swiftly unified with a parent or a vetted sponsor, and that's something we take seriously. We have a moral, a right obligation to uh, com- to do that, deliver on that. As a part of the unification process, our Office of Refugee Resettlement facilitates travel for children in its custody to their families or sponsors across the com- country. So in recent weeks, uh, unaccompanied children pass through the Westchester Airport, which I think is what you're referring to, en route to their final destination to be unified with their parents or vetted sponsor. It's no surprise uh, that kids can be seen traveling through states, uh, not just New York. It's something that we're also working to unite children with their family members. Gee, so there it is. Is there a denial? No. There's no denial on that. But the question now notice, and here's the thing, folks, at 1239, good afternoon. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now notice, there's no element of, you know, well, the governor's aware of that. There's no element of, you know, we talked with the governor. No, this is being done by the Biden administration. And is there anyone listing right now that thinks that either A, Congressman Cicilline, B, Congressman Langevin, C, Governor McKee, Sheldon White. Is there anybody listening that thinks that any of those four individuals, White House, Cicilline, Langevin, McKee, anyone that believes that though amongst those four people, or even uh, Commerce Secretary Raimondo, for that matter, would any of them stand up and say to the Biden administration, hold on. I, you're not sending all these illegals from the border into the state of Rhode Island. Folks, not a chance. 
What do they keep saying? Every time they get a chance, Governor McKee and Lieutenant Governor Matos, what do they say? Send them all to us. Oh, we'll take as many as you can hear. Oh, are you kidding me? Anyone that doesn't want them, send the people of Rhode Island would love to have all these illegals coming. So are they a riot? No, they're flying them in. Um, there was no vote on this. You deserve a vote on this. You deserve a say on this. Why are they doing it tonight? Notice Jen Psaki. She's so sneaky. Well, I don't know about the er, middle of the night. It could be early, uh, maybe early than you want to travel. What? That's not even an answer. That's not even an answer. The question is, why is it being done? It does make sense. They're no longer at the border. Anyone that saw those thousands of Haitians under the bridge the um, in Del Rio, Texas, and then suddenly they're gone. Well, they didn't send them back. And I, I recognize um, that, you know, I, I was getting criticized on social media by some other members of the media. And that's, you know, you're just mean and cruel. And, you know, what do you expect these people to do? And, and, and then, you know, you say don't fly them to Rhode Island, Juan. Then where are you saying to fly them? Gee, I don't know. Uh, let's see. We're flying people. Are they paying for the flight? No, it's a free flight. It's almost like it's the least we could do. All right. So you have these people from Guatemala and they have ended up in Texas. Their solution is, oh, fly the mayor of Lourdes, fly them to Rhode Island. My solution is, well, why aren't we just flying them back to Guatemala? Right. If they're getting a free flight that they're not paying for. Therefore, we control the destiny. But why are we flying them farther into our country? Why aren't we returning them to where they are? You know, all these dreamers, all these hardworking people, it certainly seems their countries could use them. You know, it sounds like Haiti could use some dreamers right about now. It sounds like Guatemala. They could use some hardworking people, hardworking families. Folks, also, if you notice her talking about the children, that's all just a ruse. People know that if you show up at the border, if you have children, boom, you're automatically allowed in. Even if they're not your children. If you're a female, all you have to say is, I'm pregnant. Doesn't matter if you're 14 or 84. Just say you're a female pregnant. Honor system, no test. Boom. Do not pass, go, collect $200. I mean, immediately, um, they, you're allowed in. If you're a male, you could kidnap children. If you have them and you're you one child, boom, you're admitted in. So they know how to game the system. My question remains, and I think it's, why do we have to take them? You know, this is such a dangerous situation where the state, they feel, you know, we have it's like monopoly money, right? Over one billion to spend. And up at the state house, they're like licking their lips. They can't believe the schemes they're gonna come up with. Anyone that's ever watched like the Sopranos or Goodfellas or they're always coming up with schemes to make money. They hear about this, they hear about that, housing scheme, credit card scheme, whatever. They're always looking for the latest way to make a score. And I mean, that's what this is. And what's going on in the state house with how much money? 1.1 billion federal money has to be spent. There's not even local oversight. This is beyond Christmas up on Smith Hill. Folks, again, it's on the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. Stop it and see Dana, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Red Sox are playing 5 o'clock tonight. That was a rough collapse last night. But anyhow, whether it's football or baseball, stop in 960 Mended Road in Cumberland, End Zone Sports Pub. They also do karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights, and they also have uh, food as well. Well, folks, right now at 1245, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I noticed, um, I think I just saw that the Boston Globe is... um, they are promoting that Governor McKee has sat down. 
boy, that's quite a... Um, David Cicilline wishing us, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, a happy birthday. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Items belonging to Brian Landry found on a hiking trail in Northport, Florida. Boy, that'd be something if they found him. Um, but anyhow, the, the Globe is promoting that Governor McKee has agreed to sit down with them, I think, to, um, to, to do an interview regarding the contract, that, that the uh, contract controversy. And what I find interesting about that is that's kind of like a finger in the eye to Channel 12. Because Channel 12 broke the story, but he's not doing it as interview. Normally, whoever broke the story... You'd kind of sit down with, but that's a way to kind of put a finger in the eye to Channel 12. So that tells me that he must be really upset that Channel 12 <laughs> broke the story. Um, now, again, the, the Globe can do whatever they want, but um, <laughs> that is that's the, just so you understand, that's that's a finger in the eye. That that's exactly there's no other. That's exactly what that is. That's a finger in the eye to let them know that he's not. Wow. In tomorrow's episode, Rhode Island Report responds to criticism issued. Wow. Oh. This, I'm going to, this is a poke in the eye to WPRI who broke the story. Wow. He, well, he's obviously upset about it. So the governor must be more upset about it than if you sit down and you're not sitting with the people that broke it. And instead, you're going with um, the Boston Globe. That that tells me that Governor McKee, he's more upset about it than maybe he's even let on. Folks, um, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, as, as far as Quonset, I mean, at this point. If they're inadvertently paving over cemeteries, how many times have we heard inadvertently, right? Everything is inadvertently. Does anyone think it's beyond this crowd to pull a fast one like this and suddenly, of course, they're, first of all, the Biden administration, they're the ones that are flying the illegals, whatever term you want to use, migrants, illegals, whatever. Um, it's the Rhode Island reps and elected officials that are always raising their hands saying, hey, listen, if you're looking to shed, you know, a couple of thousand uh, Haitians at the border, we'd, we'd love to have them. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I can't be out at Quonset all the time. But this past summer is when I started getting messages from many of you that either listen online or watch Facebook or whatever. And we're contacting me. And that's why I would talk about it in the air and saying, well, something is going on. And then now we've learned that it wasn't, excuse me, it wasn't our imagination. They are doing it. Um, And if they're doing that, if they're flying illegals up to places as close as Westchester Airport, which if you were going to fly from Westchester Airport to Quonset, I'm going to guess that is less than a 30-minute ride. So if you're that close, you could either bust them to Rhode Island or not everybody gets off the plane. And then, you know, boom, you suddenly, uh, you know, fly them right there. So, but Langevin going after, hey, Ted Cruz, keep Rhode Island's name out of your mouth. Oh, yeah, suddenly he's, he's Jimmy from Oakland Beach. These kind of bad faith proposals do nothing to fix our broken immigration system. Get serious and quit the childish games. You know what else doesn't fix our broken immigration system, Congressman Langevin, who tweeted this? Keep Rhode Island's name out of your mouth, Cruz. You know what else doesn't fix our broken immigration system? Sanctuary cities don't fix our broken immigration system. Hey, Langevin. Hey, Jimmy from uh, Oakland Beach. Tough guy. Fake. Talk about a fake tough guy. By the way, I've heard he looks like death warmed over. 
someone told me that number one, Langevin is beyond pale. He, if he wants to go for re-election, if you remember, he was initially going to run for governor next year with the open seat in 2022. Now he's talking about just running for Congress again. But I've heard, I've heard Congressman Langevin, who I believe is in his late 50s, I heard the pandemic, he, he looks, I heard he looks like a 77-year-old man. That's what I heard. Pasty white, very, very frail. Um, I know he might have a challenger. That doesn't fix our broken immigration system. Hey, Landrin, having a sanctuary city the way Rhode Island does, or really a sanctuary state, and welcoming illegals to come in, you know what else? That's not fixing a broken immigration system, Jimmy from Oakland Beach. Yeah, real tough guy. Talk about a paper tiger. Talk about a fake tough guy. Why, why doesn't he save that talk to actually help people? Why doesn't he save that? He is, if you look under the dictionary under useless, his photo was there. He is, whoever thought that when people decided, you know what, the guy is inspirational, he's in the wheelchair, he was Secretary of State, now he wants to go to Congress. You know what, let's, let's send him to Congress just for two years to encourage him and send a message that, you know, you don't let your disabilities hold you back. Who thought 20 years later? He would still be there, now taking shots at Ted Cruz. But folks, again, it's on the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, dipetro.com, which is brought by Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty. Good afternoon, Pat, frequent listener of the program. Folks, call Pat Elston, 401-474-5253. Caldwell Banker Realty, based out of Cumberland, 20 years experience, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, specializes in residential investment property sales, services all of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. You know, the real estate market is only as good as the person that you have. This is no time for amateur hour. Call Pat Elston today, 401-474-5253. There is a link at the website, petro.com and you can log right on at Pat Elston. So, folks, again, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show. And um, everyone is uh, buzzing about the website. As you heard me mention, DePietro.com, I understand that. We're going to play more sound, but you can see the video at Quonset. You see a photo of people getting off a plane, the buses. And then at the same time, You know, Governor McKee has gone all in on illegals, right? I mean, think of they treat illegals like they are shopping and they're saying, what, you know, what's in this for me? Or they're saying that through a translator. Well, we're going to give you free housing and we're going to give you an EBT card and you're going to be a resident of Rhode Island and you're going to pay an in-state tuition rate, even though then with grants, it's like they're not paying anything, even they don't pay taxes. Folks, my question for you at 1254 is why are we trying to appeal to this crowd, right? The people that are coming here from some of these countries, Haiti, from Guatemala, they are very poor. They are uneducated. They are used to living in third world conditions. Are they contributing? Are they raising the scale of life in, in the state? No, they're actually bringing it down. They're actually bringing it down. Um, I'm seeing right now, blank Joe Biden chant drowns Fox postgame show one after blank you, A-Rod. You know, you got to love the Boston fans. You got to just love the, um, the Boston fans. So, but my point is, Governor McKee is betting that the Democrat primary, just so we're all on the same page, it's all about votes. It's all about... You know, if someone says they don't like Trump and you want to win the Democrat primary in Rhode Island, then then you have to be like go to the next level in the world of like a Matt Brown or progressives that say, you know, one person says they don't like him. So they say, don't like him. I hate him. And then the next candidate says, hate him. I want to arrest. You know, I want to put him in. It's all like a top this type atmosphere. And that's basically what what Governor McKee is in. But it, it's no one is trying to appeal 
and bring in the um, this, the Latino vote more than this administration. And how much just the fact that they have stepped up and partnered with the lieutenant governor, Sabina Matos, who basically says, if you right now, today is Wednesday, on Wednesday, you live in Haiti or you live in Guatemala or wherever, Honduras, El Salvador. Today's Wednesday. If tomorrow night you somehow land in Rhode Island, you're now a Rhode Islander. Now, I completely disagree with that, as I've said. I don't think I don't like this whole thing of, you know, you maybe you may not be a U.S. citizen, but just like the song, you know, you come from Rhode Island. No, you're you're actually not a Rhode Islander. Actually, you're trespassing. Um, you don't belong here. I think you should be deported. Um, and, and you're really just being lured here because of your vote. They want you to vote for them. All of these illegals that they're bringing in, if somehow this crowd was either A, not being manipulated with their vote, or B, if they were voting Republican, they would immediately put an end to it. But you, you can't deny Governor McKee is going all in. He is counting on the, the Latino vote to deliver for him in the, without question, in the Democrat primary. Otherwise, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be doing it. He is, that's in a way, I don't want to say it's like his secret weapon because it's certainly not a secret, but they're absolutely um, counting on that. Absolutely counting on that he feels the more you go all in. And remember, although some people tell me that a lot of people that are Latino that came and did it the right way and they don't like some of the people that just violate it. The bottom line across the board, there could be some people that feel that way, but by and large, a lot of the Latino community seems to feel that if in fact you um, seems to feel that if you allow them everybody to come in and you don't discern that that seems to be more acceptable. That's the way it comes off to me. So, now folks, right now it's 1258 and I want to remind you, coming up, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. But coming up, we will have the one o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. I'm going to play some more sound um, of exactly what has been uh, going on regarding the um, situation, uh, both with where the money is going to be spent and and how this is going to be decided. I mean, when you think of when they're looking at 1.1 billion and it's basically like monopoly money, as I said, that they're looking at in that way, they um, they can't believe their good fortune. They can't believe the amount of money that they're going to have to spend. So at 1259, remember, radio only next hour, either AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, depetro.com. You can see the story. We'll get the latest uh, in the news. And again, a um, and, and also, by the way, that story of uh, all those people, the, the graves that they just paved over, it's, it's despicable. No one's even denying it. It just sounds like total insensitivity. Because a lot of the people maybe had been in a state facility and then it was just like mass graves done. But it just sounds so gruesome. All right. So it's John DePietro, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be back on the other side. The Power Hour is next. Stay tuned for the 1 o'clock news.